welcome to Mystery Beers episode number 220 of... Brutal Battle. Yes, as people will see, or hear in this instance, the way I introduced it is a little bit different and that it just has to do with going forward, I'm going to change things a tad bit because I think it'll kind of free things up for me to make my schedule a little bit easier, more adaptable. So instead of just saying for all these Mystery Beer episodes, episode you know, and then just the number, it's going to be mystery beers episode so that, cause before the way it was, is like, those were the normal episodes and then everything else was just like a special episode. But going forward, I, I kind of want to make it where it's more adaptable and it could be kind of any episode coming out. And, you know, maybe sometimes there'll be a run of a few different episodes and then we go to mystery beers. So Mystery beers are just going to be one of a bunch of different formats instead of that's the main one. Everything else is, you know, is different. So you'll be hearing that from now on. It'll say mystery beers episode number 220 for this. So uh, we are still doing it the way we have been doing it where it's the decasode for the mystery beers. So we do something special. So for this one, we're doing once again, 12 blind beers for this one episode in the past, sometimes we'd done, like, a bracketed tournament, and then we started doing, like, just basically what we do during the other episodes, Mystery Beer episodes, but 12 of them just going boom, 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 boom through all 12 and rating them and revealing them as we go through. And that's how we're going to do it on this one, just because we figured out it's more fair as far as figuring out how good the beers are. And you can get, like, an, a ranking instead of just being, like, oh, this beer beat this beer, this beer beat this beer. Because with the way that the bracketed tournament was, you were just kind of being like, it only really matters what the best beer was, or like the, the best beer and the runner-up. This way you can see how good are these and how bad are they. Well, you're comparison. kind of comparing all of them to all of them. Yeah, exactly. Them. It's more complete. So uh, another change that I'm making at the moment is that in the past with a lot of them, what we'd done is, is I would pre-pour the beers and then they would just be in a bunch of glasses lined up in front of us. But I want to do them in a nicer glass and we don't have a ton of nicer glasses. So we're just going to crack them open right now, do them kind of like we do the other episodes and just do them on the spot and then rinse that glass and reuse it for the next one. So this way... There's no sort of issue with, you know, they're done in different glasses. Therefore, it's not treating them the same because your the actual shape of your glassware really can change your perception of a beer. The smell of it, the taste of it, everything. So, trying to make it as fair of a playing field as possible. Speaking of glass, my, my glass is empty. I know. We're going to get to it. Um, so, okay. So, the other thing is I got Mike, from, Mike Johnzak from Wine World to go ahead and, and package these beers up for us. He does an excellent job so that Rebecca and I can both participate in this and not know what the beers are. He puts them in little paper bags and wraps this blue... I guess like painter's tape. Yeah, blue painter's tape all around it so that we can't see any of it. If it's cans, we can't see any of the can except the very top. If it's a bottle, we can't see anything except that there is a cap, but he puts a painter t painter's tape over the cap as well because... You know, some people, some uh, breweries have like specific emblems on their caps, so we can't see anything, and that's nice. So thank you, Mike. So what I asked him to do this time was to pick out twelve 
of what people working at Wine World right now think are their best hoppy beers available. But the actual the additional caveat with that is make sure they're bottled or canned within three months. We don't want like old hoppy beers. So that's what this should be. So it could be where these are all some sort of IPA, but it could be not because I just said hoppy. I didn't say IPA. So, but we'll find out. Okay. All right. Well, let's go with the first one. The first one is in a 12 ounce can. Let's crack this. And who knows? Maybe Mike snuck in something else. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Because that happened on our last one, yes. didn't it? I was like, hmm. But, hey, you just, sometimes you just got to go with it, right? All right. There you go. There's yours. There's mine. Okay. It's like yellow, orangish. Yeah. More on the orange side, I'd mm-hmm. say. It's, um... I can see through it. It looks pretty decently yeah. filtered. Hmm. <sighs> Smells hoppy. Yeah, nothing like punches you in the face, though. You yeah, know, it, it's very. They're very subtle. Yeah, it's not a super bold hoppiness coming through. I don't smell a ton of like citrus or a ton of pine. I don't smell much bitterness either it just kind of smells i mean i'm getting all those notes that you mentioned but it's just kind of well-rounded and balanced yeah it's very soft on the nose there is definitely citrus in there i'm getting some sweetness yeah a little bit sweet i also get a slight kind of hay note on the very very end of each sniff there's a little bit of an earthiness which i think is kind of marrying up with that pine like the sometimes the pine and earthiness really kind of go hand in hand for me yeah, so there's a little pine, a little earthy citrus, a little bit of that hay, sweetness, kind of sugary maybe. I mean, it smells good, but it's, I don't know. You already tasted it, so you can say. It's. Ooh, a lot of hay to it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get any of that in the nose, but definitely more in the in the taste. But I'm getting mm-hmm. all of them. I'm getting some citrus. I'm getting some pine. Yeah. There's some there's some sweetness and some bitterness. Mm-hmm. So it's very um, it's very l- like a light orange citrus in That's there. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, it's the finish is very orangey. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of light orange flavor because there's a lot of pine and a lot of earthiness. Like I was talking about, kind of makes me feel like it's maybe more of like a. I'm sure it's not because being hoppy, you usually don't use these, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of some of the noble hop varieties that typically have more of an earthy quality to them. It's not what people think of nowadays as being a hoppy beer, because I think over the past few years, we've gotten to a point where people just assume hoppy means citrus flavors and a lot of it, um, It's one of those more piney ones and Mm -hmm. earthy ones. And there is a sweetness in the finish, too. Yeah. I mean, I think this has a lot of different characteristics that could appeal to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, like, alfalfa notes on the finish. Hay and alfalfa kind of slightly interchangeable for me. As I continue to sip it, I feel like I get more sweetness building up as well from the malt. It's becoming more bitter for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, 
Yeah, it's quite, I mean, it's quite earthy. Like the, that earthiness in pine just keeps building and building and building. And it's got, I mean, it has like a nice medium body in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm. It's, I mean, it's flavorful. Right. It's easy to drink. It's not like wowing me, but it's not offensive. Like, it's not turning you off either. No, I mean, I'll drink it. You'd be like, sure. I'll drink this beer. It yeah. kind of makes me, it makes me think of, I'm sure that's not this because I know they don't can unless they did start canning recently but it reminds me of something like evolution brewings like lot six because they're usually more that flavor profile i haven't had those in a long time yeah i just remember that when i have had them that's the type of flavor profile i get and it's Mm -hmm. like it's not what i'll typically reach for but it's also well done and it if you keep drinking it you're like this is pretty good actually Okay, so, so what are you thinking for this? So I, I'm between two numbers. I think I'm going to go with, um, this is kind of hard. I think I'm going to go with a three. For me personally, I'm going with a three. What were you between? I was between a three and a four. And honestly, if we did half points, I would do a 3.5. But I don't know. I think it's more towards the three than the four for me. Which refresher for people if if you need it, which if you're if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you don't. Three is actually a decent number on this podcast. It's saying I could drink that beer. So that's where it falls for me. I'm gonna say four. Okay. I do my numbers a little differently, and for me, I think a, f- a five is an average beer for me. Sure. Well, and I, I'm glad that you did the four because then it gives it three point five. Which is what I would have given it if we did point fives. There you go. So it's perfect. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and reveal what it is. Any guesses? I have. I have no idea. Oh my gosh! What? You're not gonna believe this. The flavor profile is definitely different on this beer than when you last had it. It's double duck pin. Yeah, this is double duck pin by Union Brewing, or actually Union Craft Brewing is the full name. No kidding. Let me see if what the date code is on. I mean. Canned less than two months ago. It was canned, uh... Huh. So this was canned on November 26th. And this segment, because we record these in three chunks, we do four beers at a time and then put it all together. Because we're not going to do 12 beers in one sitting. Just not doing it. Because we want to be able to enjoy these. So this was canned on 11-26 of 2018. And we are currently recording this segment on January... 13th, 2019. So, hmm. it's not even two months. It's definitely not what I remember. Right. But this is the thing about Double Duck Pin is initially when it came out, it was very, very citrus driven. And it had a lot of like caramel notes to it too. And as the batches have gone on, I feel like they've definitely changed the recipe on it because it's been a lot more piney and earthy. And, you know, like we said, like, it's good, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's just in comparison to where it was, it used to be like, I used to drink that and just be like, oh my gosh, like, these flavors are amazing. Flavors are still good. It's just totally different than what it used to be. And I know this is actually something that a lot of breweries end up doing because you can't, as a brewery, you can't always get the same hops all the time. Especially if you're not a huge brewery, because there's a thing called hop contracts. And I hear that some people have to sign sign on to their hop contracts, like, 
years in advance. So typically what ends up happening is like the really big breweries can secure a lot of the better hops. And sometimes the smaller breweries can go on to this thing called Lupulin Exchange, where they sell some of the excess of what they're getting. They're like, oh, we signed up for all this in the contract. We don't actually need all of it. So they'll put it on the Lupulin Exchange, which is kind of like eBay. <laughs> it's like eBay yeah. for hops. Yeah, hops eBay, basically. Craigslist. Yeah. And then smaller breweries can go on and be like, well, I'd like to make a beer with that. I'll purchase some of that. So. For that reason, if you're a smaller to, you know, medium brewery, you you never necessarily know what hops you're going to have. So you will have to change what hops you're using for certain beers. So. Hmm. Okay. And as we know, the very citrusy hops are the most popular right now. So it is hard to secure those. That's just my, you know, idea on that. Anyway. Okay, moving, moving on. on. Beer two. Also in a can. Twelve ounce. Yep. All right. Here, I'll pour you first this time. I poured me first before. Definitely lighter in color. Yeah, it's like yellow. A little bit of orange, I think. Yeah, very. uh, Not much though. It's very yellow. Yeah. Pretty yellow. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this it looks to me just like a straight IPA. Um, yeah, there's a you know, little orange to it. It's not nearly as orange as Double Duck Pin was. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. Super, super clear. So light. I'm not really getting any distinct hop characteristic. It smells like that Naked Cheerio. Yeah. So this smells more like a lighter IPA that has like a super light body and almost a little bit watery. Some of what people would call like a hop water, um, which reminds me of like Bell's Too Hearted. That's what the smell kind of reminds me of. There is a nice citrus in there. I mean, it sounds like a yummy, like hopped lager. Yes. I, yeah, I agree. There, there is something that makes me think lager yeast, definitely. I think it's because of how clean it smells yeah. on the finish. And there is a little bit... There's just a little bit of like a lagery smell. I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe that. It's like a little, like a little bready, I think. Okay, yeah, a little bready, maybe a tad bit musty. I could say, not in a bad way. Yeah, definitely smells hoppy. This one is very delicate, very light on the nose, but yeah, a lot of citrus. I don't even know if I can. Like mandarin orange in the in the nose. I mean, it's really light. I took a couple sips. Clementine. It tastes really, really light. Oh, that's nice though. Yeah. Hmm. It's super light. The body's really light. Mm-hmm. But it's like a like a high low body body. I can't say, I feel kind of like the same way, totally different than beer one, Um, but I kind of feel the same way towards this. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's good probably for what it is. I have no Mm -hmm. idea really exactly what style of hoppy beer. Um, It's very sessionable, that's for sure. Well, it finishes a, a little bit syrupy to me because there's a little bit of a sweetness at the end and it starts to like 
come off as a little syrupy yeah, because of that sweetness. That, but it's not like a thick syrup, you know? Right. Um, so. I like it. There's definitely a lot of citrus to it. It's like, kind of like hop candy, you know, like mm-hmm. sugar hop candy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's a pretty easy beer. There's a little bit of like a resiny finish to it as well. It's definitely got a resiny finish. You said the Naked Cheerio on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely get It's not super pronounced, but it. you're right. It's definitely there. Um, I'm going to... I'm giving this a four as well. Hmm. Hmm. I'm between the same two numbers. So, I think I'm actually going to go with a three on this as well, though. Okay. Because I feel like the sweetness keeps growing. So, is that a good or a bad thing for you? Bad thing for me. Okay. Because it's it's starting to get to the point where, like, it's becoming a little sickly sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. That's, that's not my jam. So, this one is the same level as the Double Duck Pen. Which I think is... 3.5. Still good. Yeah. I know some people are like, come on, it's out of 10. That's ridiculous. But that's just how we do it on the show. There have been no beers that have gotten 10s. Someone somewhere, I think, has given a 9 at some point. But... I think we need to redo the ranking, now. What, like... Like, how? Non, not so brutal. No. Oh. So we were rebranding as not so brutal battle. <laughs> yeah, not so brutal battle. Or um, medium battle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so this is... Okay. This is not one I've had before. Um, New Belgium Brewing's Liquid Paradise IPA. It's in their, oh, excuse me, their Voodoo Ranger series. There's been a bunch of their, like, different hoppy beers. Alcohol is 7.8%. Oh, I don't think I said what the alcohol Mm-mm. was on Double Duck Pin. I think Double Duck Pin's, like, 8, if I remember. I was going to say, it has to be more than... 8.5. Yeah. yeah. Which they do a pretty good they job do, yeah. hiding that. Okay, so yeah, so this is 7.8, which, because it's close to 8, I think that's where I'm perceiving that syrupiness. Yeah, it doesn't taste like that at all, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, New Belgium, let me see if there's a date code on the bottom. Oh, this is a Best Buy. They don't do canned on. So they're saying Best Buy April 14th, 2019, which I believe they're letting this get old. Yeah. I don't like that. I think I really firmly think you should keep it within three months. Whatever. I mean, you know. April what? April 14th. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, okay. So, when I say I think it should be within three months, that's for my personal taste. I mean, obviously, the brewers figure out what they think tastes good and how long it'll still be good. Um, So, I don't know. But I don't know how they do that. And I don't know what they're tracking as far as the flavor changes because this within the first week and this four months out is going to taste pretty different. I'm telling you. Okay. We should do that on some episode. Get the same beer. Mm -hmm. And then record in segments. We could. Like. This is at one, uh, this is fresh one month, two month, three month, four month. And then put it out. Yeah, we could do that. We could just buy a six pack of something hoppy. Yeah. And, that's actually a great idea. We should do that. People, 
email us, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Does that sound good to you? I, I mean, think so. I think it's interesting because I would, I mean, I myself would like to kind of see how one beer kind of changes over. I mean, I, I know it happens, but yeah. anyway, okay. You may have come up with a new format, you know? Oh, more podcasting. <laughs> All right, so here's number three. This one is in a 12-ounce bottle. This is our first bottle. Um, let's go ahead and crack that open. Yeah, yo. I'll put that to the side. All right, I'll pour you first again. Okay. How's it pouring? I thought it was initially dark, but it looks kind of comparable to the Double Duck Pen. kind of looks... Yeah, to me it looks kind of in between. It's like, I oh, feel no. like there's some, definitely, definitely orange. I'm also perceiving a little red. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like there's a little bit of like a ruby hint mm-hmm. to the orange, which is yeah. interesting. Huh, yeah. It's very clear though. Mm-hmm. Alright, smell it. Super piney. Yeah. This is pine out the wazoo, man. This is like... Stick your nose in a pine tree. Honey going on in there as well? Like, that sap. Yeah. Yeah, sappy. That's a really good... Yeah. It's definitely smelling like tree sap. Like, pine tree sap. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's got a honey note to it, so it reminds me of, like, a honeycomb. It smells... I mean... Okay. So for me, I'm not huge on pine, the scent of it, the taste of it, but sometimes there are those beers where I'm just like, I feel like it's done well though and I can appreciate this and I kind of like it. When I keep sniffing it, like my first sniff was like the alert in my brain of, dude, it's pine, dude, it's pine. Yeah. And then I kept sniffing it and I'm like, but it smells like some good pine. I'm kind of liking the smell. Definitely like resiny. Yeah, oh, very. I don't- you said honey, like, yeah, I'm definitely getting oh, some yeah. sweetness. Huh. It's a little bit of a floral note in there, too. Like honeysuckle yeah. as well. I mean, in the honey vein, also honeysuckle. It smells... It smells good. This is very nondescript, but I know what I'm... Pers- like, when you go in a brewery and you just smell beer, I feel like that's... I don't know. You mean, like, the spent malt grain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is something particular that this tastes like to me, and I'm trying to figure out what that is. Hmm. Because it's... It's kind of flat. Do you feel like you get a little cherry? I don't know, but I don't... So, okay. It it tastes more fruity. I don't know if I could say cherry, but I'm definitely getting some sort of fruit. But it's, like, just flat. Like, it's just not doing anything. I'm like... So this kind of tastes to me like a Mad Elf that's not heavy on the cherry. It's like light cherry and a decent amount of honey. Because it tastes high ABV too. Yeah, it doesn't taste like Mad Elf at all though. I don't think. There's a lot of pine. Oh, you know what I think? I think the sweetness with that intense pine... And that you're saying, like, there is some sort of fruitiness is kind of making me think of, like, the cherry. Oh, yeah. I don't... I don't really care for this. I was really, really enjoying the nose. It's got to be high ABV. Um, 
I'm not perceiving a lot of alcohol, though. I'm, oh, I am. I'm not at all. I'm like, as I keep sipping I it, like, I feel like I get a bit of an astringency that just lingers. I feel like the mouthfeel is just so thin, though. Really? Yeah. I don't... Hold on. Let's both of us drink some water and then try what it happens? again because you're getting thin mouth. I'm getting not thin mouth. Doing a good water rinse. Okay. Now I'm going back. I feel like there's a de- decent body to it. I do. But then... Uh, there, there also could be an aspect of that that is those intense kind of dark flavors making me think that it's thicker than it is, you know, because like pine and, and like that kind of like sweet sap makes I you know. think thick. So maybe that's at play. I don't know. No, I agree. Like, and the nose of this, the smelling it and drinking it are not matching up for me. Yeah. Um. It's just kind of blah, I think. So I'm going to tell you what this reminds me of. There's a decent bitterness on it, too. I'll tell you what it kind of reminds me of. It's been a, you know, granted, it's been a while, so I may be off base on it, but how my memory sticks with this beer seems a little bit like 90 Minute IPA by Dogfish Head. Because I remember that being like this, like sweet, a lot of pininess to it. And um, high ABV. Like, I feel like I am getting astringency as I keep going. Okay, I'm going to be rinsed. This is kind of a tough one. I'll rinse us both. I don't know. It's not... Like, that kind of, like, syrupy type flavors. The way I'm perceiving it to be more syrupy. The astringency. Mm. I don't really dislike it but i don't really like it either yeah i don't know i'm gonna go two i gotta go two i'm also going to okay um it's not big on that so far in this lineup i don't feel like i need to drink more of that right we could just be like me on that one me all right so this is gonna be a little bit harder i don't know kind of opened up it is 75 Uh, minutes. That's so funny. Oh, that is funny. Okay, so, oh, so I think this has maple syrup added to it, this beer, but I'll find out. So this is Dogfish Head's 75-minute IPA, 7.5% alcohol. So not high ABV. Ale brewed with maple syrup. Uh, That's where, that's, we said, like, sap, like pine sap, like, there you go. Yeah. I just... That's just not for me, man. Yeah. Like, that's not my thing. I don't... When I think IPAs, I don't want maple syrup in my IPAs. I just... I mean, I... I don't don't think it was a bad idea. Um, And maybe... I mean, every beer, someone likes it. You know? It's just not for me. So, this makes me wonder. Like, I know that initially when they were doing 75-minute IPA... It was only at their, you know, small brew pub at Rehoboth Beach, and they were doing it literally by blending 60-minute and 90-minute together. Um, I guess they've created an entire recipe for this, where they're actually doing, like, 75 minutes of hopping to make it the 75-minute IPA and then adding maple syrup. 
I wonder what the what the truth is on that. Like, is that what they did, or are they still just blending the two and just adding, adding maple, maple syrup, syrup to it? Hmm. But I feel like that's they're not blending the two. That like legitimately they're just brewing it as its own thing with maple syrup. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that one. Can't go back hmm. to it. Sorry, DFA. I mean, I'm gonna drink it later off podcast just to see if I change my mind. Sure. We, I mean, we always okay. do that. Sure. All right, so uh, number four we're going to right here is another 12-ounce can. Dun, 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 dun. People really, uh, breweries really digging on the cans these days, which is Why nice. It was kind of recently I was at Wine World, and there was somebody who was, like, pissed off that all these beers are in cans. Why? Are they, did it sound like they're the people who are like, it always tastes metallic when it's in a can. It's no, no good. He didn't like. He was just like. I think he was upset first because he couldn't find the beer because it was in a can and he was looking for it in a bottle. Mm. And then he was like, "Why? Like, just kind of like, why is everyone going to a can?" Mm. Like, well, sounds like one of those people that just doesn't like change. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> it was. Like, Stop changing things on me. And the people. employee was like, "Actually, it's better for the beer. Actually, yeah, way better." And he was like, he, you know, and he was receptive to the education. That's like, good. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I could see that. But Unlike, like, that time that we were in Wine World and someone was all about, like, a certain type of, like, those Seagram's mixed drinks. <laughs> and he was, I think it was, like, Blackberry or something. He's like, you guys don't have any. And they're like, oh, yeah, we sold out. It's really, um, you know, it's it just ended up going real fast. And he goes... You gotta have that in stock. It's like the most popular one. And they're like, well, yeah, it's sold out because it's popular. I know. Like, listening and, like, creeping on people and people watching and on, like, liquor stores are... It's pretty funny. (laughs) I, like, at least, at least a few times a year, I'll hear at the liquor store someone come in and be like, do you have any Alchemist Heady Topper? Oh, yeah. Like, that always gets me. I'm just like, this is a person who just got into craft beer, and it's just, they have the idea that every beer is available yeah. at a liquor at their liquor store. But, <laughs> like, you know nah. what? That's how you learn. No, truly. Yeah. That was you probably one day. Pretend, yeah, it may have been. Yeah. I don't remember, but it may have been. Okay, this one's the lightest. It is the lightest, and it's also the haziest. Yes. But it's not super hazy. No. It's just the- a little... There's a slight haze to it, um, yellow with a little orange touch to it. It's a skosh of haze. A skosh? That's good. It smells. Like Vaseline. Yeah, I can see where you're getting that. Ooh, I don't like that. I get a little pineapple as I keep smelling. I get some pineapple popping in there. I mean, there. there's definitely some citrus, like tropicality. Yeah, it's definitely getting tropical on me. Um, but I'm getting that like petroleum okay. Vaseline that I my brain can't overcome. I, sure. I, I, I can see where you're getting that, but it doesn't bother me. I love when you say sure because you're like <laughs> like I think I want to disagree with you, but I won't, so I'll just say sure. <laughs> no, it's just my way of saying I understand your opinion. <laughs> sure. Like I recognize you said that. It's so funny. You never say that though to me. You're not usually like in real life. Okay, so it's opening up more. We have pineapple. Yeah. I'm getting a little peach. I'm getting mango. This is smelling pretty nice. It's like a tropical fruit salad kind of. I just can't get past the Vaseline. I'm sorry. This smells very nice to me. I'm sorry. Vaseline is. I like the smell of this. I really do. 
get a little apricot maybe in there as well. There's a lot of nice fruit at play in this beer, and it smells nice. Going in. It's so thin. It is thin. It's like very thin. It's got a very watery body. Okay, we agree on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's definite. I kind of like it, though. It's very delicate flavor. I get those flavors, though. Like, I get some pineapple. I get some peach. I get mango. I get apricot. It's just, just a really... It's just an easy beer. My perception of the Vaseline is just... I can't get past it. So this, to me... It's just like a super sessionable hoppy beer. There's a lot of flavor, but it's not thick. This is the type of beer when you're like, I think you you had a wine the other night that you kind of said what I'm feeling about this, where you it was a red wine and you were like, oh, it's some red blend, and you were like, that was just last night, right? Okay, yes. So you <laughs> you were like, um, I think you said it. It's not, like, it's kind of thin. It's not, like, super tannic or, like, super heavy. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, real kind of, like, light. But it's also really flavorful. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, easy to drink. And yeah, it's, it was. Like, that's how I feel about this. This is more of, like, a delicate hoppy yeah. beer. It was so easy to drink. One glass wasn't enough. I like, I like this, man. And when I keep drinking it, I get more and more of, like, the perception of a peach note in there and I like it I'm sorry but I I see where you're getting that Vaseline you're talking about but it doesn't bother me yeah not I, in the least for some reason it's you know, it's just like when you have like any sort of flavor that like you really don't like sure that's just like all you can taste or sure smell sure sure, sure. <laughs> um and for me it's missing the mark that's fine. I quite like it. Okay. Well, that's I, good. I like that it's light and thin. Good. I mean, I like that it's light and thin. I don't think that's a bad thing in a in a beer, depending on the flavor profile. Exactly. Um, yeah. I just can't get past that. Sure. I mean, it's definitely stronger on the smell than it is on the taste, but I just, yeah. my brain won't let me forget it. For me, I, I really do appreciate the fact that when it is light, there is a really nice flavor to oh, it. yeah. That is still, like, it's not crazy. It's it's delicate, but it's really nice. And this being this light, it could have gone pretty wrong. It could have just been like a watery, yeah. un forgettable, like flavor doesn't even stick around type deal, which we've had those on the podcast oh, before. Yeah. This is not that. I like this. I'm going to give this a four. I mean, oh. the flavor that sticks around with you and the flavor that sticks around with me are very different. I'm going right. to give it a two. Like that's not fair, but do what you want. <laughs> you can't argue with me. You're saying it's one flavor, and no, it's fine. Do what you want. <laughs> you feel like that's not fair. Everyone just needs to know that, like, it's really like a four. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna reveal what this is. Any guesses? Everybody's taste buds. Are, I have no idea. I hope I haven't had it before. <laughs> you have. Oh damn and it! You liked it. Oh god, no! You liked it. You so did. Oh, uh, that's funny. Oh, no. My heart is breaking into a thousand pieces. What is it? It's R.A.R. Brewing's -uh. Country Ride Pale Ale. I, it, I, like, really, really like this one. I had it before. 5.4% okay. alcohol. Um, 
What? Yeah, I quite liked it before too, and I, I still quite really liked it. liked it before. We yeah, had this did. on podcast before, didn't we? Uh, yes, yes. It was for one of our kind of special ish episodes. I forget which one it was. Was it with the corn nuts? Maybe. I think it was with the corn nuts. So you didn't write down what I gave it. Nah, no, I don't write that. Write it down for those. I only do it for these. But um. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I did really like you before, but I, tonight I really liked it before, and I still really like yeah. it. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm down with it. Rer Brewing. Oh, I, I guess I should tell people where these are, just in case you need to know. I'm gonna have, try to. Have, I'm gonna try. I, I really. I want to like it. <laughs> So you're going to force yourself to drink it. <laughs> no, honestly, if you're not down with it, I will gladly drink the rest of that can because it is good. Stop. Don't pour yourself so much more. Okay. You're not going to – you don't like it. You're wasting it. Anyway, so um, RER Brewing's out of Cambridge, Maryland. Um, Dogfish Head is out of Milton, Delaware. Um, New Belgium is out of – let me say Fort Collins. Let me check yeah. this. It is definitely Colorado. Yeah, I'm right. Fort Collins, Colorado. And Union Brewing is out of Baltimore, Maryland. So we got two Maryland ones, a Delaware and a Colorado thus far. And let's move on to beer number five. This one is in a 12-ounce can. So let's pop into that. Oh, damn. Nail cut. Cut my damn nails. Makes it tough. Okay. Mm, this one is dark. Yeah. Right out of the I'm gate. I'm guessing Ooh. it's like a black IPA. People aren't, to be honest, like people aren't really doing black IPAs yeah. so much anymore. And they were, they tried to be a thing for right. a little bit. Yeah. Like it was black IPA and then people were like, oh no, we're going to call it Cascadian right. Dark Ale. And I have seen a few breweries try to bring it back a little bit. Like actually just recently Black Flag Brewing in Columbia, Maryland announced that they were canning up a black IPA. Hmm. That was, like, super recent. So, I mean, I've liked black IPAs. I don't even know if yeah, that's I what this is, but... Right. I, I don't really have an opinion. I mean, I don't... I mean, I kind of like it because I like nice malt right. to a hoppy beer. So, like, for me, it's kind of the best of both worlds. Right. I mean, and as people know, if they listen, the last episode I did, uh, like a numbered episode, I think it was, had Storm King... Oh, right. And that's a really hoppy stout. stout. And so I like stuff like that. So it makes yeah. sense. But anyway, it looks dark. It looks yeah. like a stout. Yeah. Doesn't it? Like kind of brown. You can kind of see through it on the edges, but it's like brown, red. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you're doing that now? <laughs> it's not overly powerful on the nose. There is. There's something very particular in that nose. I do smell a nice citrus carrying throughout the whole thing, but it's very light. I mean, and, and you can get the malt. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's like just a little citrus, a little malt. That's all I'm getting. I honestly get a tad bit of like a jerky note. Okay. In the nose and a little bit of leather. Soy sauce? Yes. A little soy sauce, a little leather, a little jerky. <sighs> With a nice citrus hop note just carrying over top of everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just really light, though. Yeah. It does smell light. It smells good. It smells relatively clean. When I got my nose down in the glass to take a sip, I was definitely getting some, like, smoke. Probably from that, like, leather, beef jerky type. Mm -hmm. It's still light, though. 
Okay. Yeah, this does strike me as most likely some sort of take on a black IPA. Yeah. There's a decent bitterness on the end. Yes. But I feel like that bitterness goes well with the little bit of dark chocolate notes coming through from the malt. It's a little chalky. Mm-hmm. Definitely chalky. I'm getting that kind of little bit of a beef jerky note, soy sauce mm-hmm. note, leather for sure. But there is like a quick moment each sip of like a nice citrus kick. I don't know if it's a kick. It's more of a tap. Okay. Sure. I Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would agree with that. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty quick. Yeah. This has to be like someone's black IPA. It has to be. I like it though. I think yeah. it's nice. Now... I need to decipher in my brain. Is part of it nice because I don't have it barely ever? I know. I know. It's like, oh, I haven't had this in probably years. No, I think it's pretty well put together. That bitterness at the end could be a little much for some people, but I feel like with that kind of dark chocolate makes it seem okay. You know? Hmm. Okay. Oh, are you looking at the numbers yeah, I kinda just, other things? Just because yeah. I want to kind of be consistent, because since we're doing this in not one sitting, I want to kind of just get back to kind of where my mo- my mind was. Right, right. Okay. So, do you want to go first on that? Go ahead. I'm going to give it a... Or, either way. You can go ahead. You're four. about to say what you're going to do. Oh, you're giving a four? Okay. Um... So I'm between a three and a four. I do quite like it. It is good. It's well put together. I like the added malt character. I know. I also was between a three and a four. I'm going to go. I'm going to do the four. You're going to do a four? I'm going to do the four. Okay. So this is actually thus far the best one with an overall four. Give me a rinse. Oh, yeah. You want me to rinse. And then you can reveal it. I'm just. I still. I'm not going to lie. I kind of get like really giddy when you're about to like. I'm like, oh, what is it? So, like, on, reveal the beer. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's totally cool. Okay. This one's giving me a little trouble because there's some tape actually on the can. It's a little hard to get under, but... All right, here we go. Got it. Oh, it's Uinta. Hmm. I haven't had a Uinta beer in a while. It's called Rise and Pine Hoppy Dark Ale. There we go. Yes, so that is their take on a black IPA, basically. And it is 7.5%. Okay. And Uinta is out of... Do, 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 do. Where? Where are they from? Where are you from? can't find it. I th- oh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Salt I knew it was Utah. Salt Lake City. This says brewed with renewable power, wind, and solar. Awesome. That's cool. Good on them. Rise and Pine Hoppy Dark Ale. Okay. Brewed with juniper and pine hops. Okay. Those types of hops. I'm. Oh, juniper and piney hops. Sorry, oh. not pine hops. Piney. Piney. So we don't know the varietal there, but. And you give me a little rinse. I already did. I know, but I want another one just because. You have water next to you. Oh, okay. there's a little. Oh, you swirl it more. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Okay. Moving on to number six, this one is in a 12-ounce bottle. So, actually, I will tell people right now, of all 12 beers, three were in 12-ounce bottles. Wow. Well, three were in bottles, period. Right. So, 
we were actually at Wine World earlier today, and we were talking to Mike, and he was inquiring if we had done this, and we were like, we haven't done it yet, and he's like, okay, I just want to check with you after and, you know, find out what you thought of the beers, and we were talking about cans versus bottles, we were like, yeah, a lot of them are cans, and he was like, oh yeah, he's like, a lot of beers in general now are yeah. going to cans, I'm like, it's good to see. So anyway, beer six, 12-ounce bottle, whoever did this beer... I mean, Get on with the trend. If nothing else, it's just easier to take out your recycling. <laughs> that, no, that's very Actually, true. it's easier for Carlin to take out the recycling. <laughs> yeah, in our house. That's, that's Carlin's department. It's a truth for me, for sure. We break things up by departments. <laughs> that's true. We literally will have times where it's just like, this needs done. That's and your department. And then someone will say, well, why don't you do it? And be like, because it's your department. <laughs> oh, her cat's doing her nails. Okay. Where she should be. Okay. This looks like what I would assume for an IPA, double IPA. It's very orange. Yep. Very clear. Very clear. Nice, thick head. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do agitated pores anyway. For people who, I've said it before on the podcast, but some time ago, I intentionally do a higher pour to make it more agitated because I don't need all that CO2. Yeah. So anyway. We don't need that. Okay. It sits in your stomach and... Gives you gas. And we're right. too old for that. Too old for that. that. I get pine immediately. It smells resiny too. Pine, resin. Some citrus, but it's like a dark yeah. orange citrus. Kind of like dehydrated orange. Yeah. Kind of sugary-ish. Not a lot. Tons of pine though. Tons of pine. I, I'm not, I wouldn't say tons. I mean... Okay, that's what is the most prominent Okay, smell, is okay. what I mean. Yes. I tons like the smell for, of it. Tons for the smell of this. Right, But on the right. grand scheme of, like, piney smelling beers, I would say it's kind of in the middle. It smells very even keel. Yes. It's, it smells like it'll be an easy drinker. Hopefully, yeah. Clean kinda, on the finish. It kind of reminds me, not really, but similar to the last one. Where it was just kind of mellow, like nothing really in your face, but just yeah. nice. Yeah. All right. Let's try it. I love the mouthfeel. Pine. Yeah. No, it's got like a nice medium body to it. Um, not a lot of flavor, though. Pine. Yeah. It's kind of one note for me. Mm. Pine, earthy. I mean, it's not... It, it almost... It has a finish that's a little soapy. Okay. The finish... Something is a little some off or... I think it's that's kind of like a soapy finish. It's kind of weird. Yeah, something is a little weird about it. It's not necessarily bad weird, just different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, on this beer. Yeah, I am too. Oh, by the way. Ooh. Oh, okay. By the way, I, I was just looking at that Uinta Rise and Pine real quick just because I wanted to know um, the date code on it. it. They're doing one of these stupid best before things, but best before um, April 24th, 2019. So, But like I said before, I don't want breweries telling me when to drink the beer by. I right. want you to tell me when it was canned or, or bottled, and I will make a decision at what age I like my hoppy beers most. Just saying. Okay, anyway. Okay. I mean, you don't taste... I mean, mainly for me, I get earthy, piney, that soapy finish. That's pretty much it. It's not very flavorful. 
No. Just as There's not a lot going on. It's hard because I don't, like, dislike it. I just don't really like it because it doesn't really offer me much. I just, I don't know. And there's a, you already said there's a decent bitterness, right? Yeah, yeah the, I don't know if I said it, but I thought it. Okay, there, well, yeah, I'm going to say it bitterness. in case you didn't. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give it a two. I also am going to give it a two. It's not bad. I don't, I don't know. I just don't need it. Yeah. We don't need we don't need more of it in my our lives. And this this goes back to this gives us a per- perfect opportunity to talk about something that we talk about at least in our personal lives when it comes to hoppy beers. There are so many hoppy beers right now, and so many good ones. You have to stand out. Like you cannot make a mediocre hoppy beer. You need to make a very good hoppy beer at this point. Because there are so many breweries and everyone's doing hoppy stuff. You I mean, gotta stand out. I wouldn't just say that for hoppy beers. I would say that for any beer, though. That's true. But I think especially hoppy because there are even more hoppy beers being yeah. made than any other style right now. Because that's the hot thing. Yeah. So, I feel like if you're gonna well, compete. Maybe it's just because I'm drawn to it. I feel like there's a ton of stouts, though, too. I mean, stouts is probably the second most, in my mm-hmm. opinion, but... Alright, okay. so let's find out what this is. Overall, two. It's got the lowest. Oh no, it tied uh, Dr. Shed's 75 minute. Also got a two. This. Ow. Mm. So this used to be a big deal on the IPA scene. What is Look, it? I'm talking like. Okay, well. Hold on. I, this used to be a big deal when I started drinking beers. So like 12 years ago, this was a big deal as far as IPAs go. Optical Illusion oh. East Coast IPA by Blue Point Brewing Company, owned by AB and Bev now. Um, Blue Point is out of Merrimack, or two places, Merrimack, New Hampshire, and Patchigo, New York. And it's 7% this beer, Optical Illusion. Um, so I remember drinking Optical Illusion way back, like 12 years ago. When I started getting into IPAs and being like, this is awesome, this is great, because back then it was about building bitterness. Yeah. And you can see that in this yes. beer. Obviously, yeah. the I mean, I'm assuming that the recipe is close to the same at this point, because I see, like, knowing now what it is, like, I'm, it's been a long time, but I kind of remember that that makes sense. It was pretty, had a decent bitterness to it. Um, so I loved it back then, but... You know, things change. The beer scene changes. Your taste buds change. All that stuff. So, not really feeling it right now. And I feel even less bad about giving it a lower rating because it's an AB InBev product. And I hate AB InBev because, you know, feel how you want to about it, people. I don't judge. But I hate AB InBev because they're destructive to the craft beer community. And always has been. Okay. They always have been. Moving on. Get off that soap. Okay. Number... Seven. Six, 16 ounce can. I'll let you pour it. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I have the setup over here. Here, I'll, I'll pour yours first. Because I have a towel down. Cause see, look at this. When I try to pour it, it's just like, yep, it's just like drips down the side of the can. Because this one, Mike, it's not like... it. The, the bag is going up kind of above the lip yeah. of the can. And that's causing a little bit of a problem with pouring. Well, this so. is definitely lighter. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is. Oops. 
It's not like leaking out of the bottom of the... I'm going to leave it right there on that towel. Why we have towels. Okay. So it's definitely lighter, definitely more on the yellow side. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very much. You know, a little bit of orange to it, but yeah, a lot of yellow. Okay. Yeah, clear. Decent head to it as I poured it. And the bottom of this is getting pretty sick. There's beer just like flowing out of that thing. You see that? Okay, well, why, why don't you not do that? <laughs> well, I'm okay. going to have to open this at some point. So this is definitely... I feel like as much beer as I was pouring into our glasses was going into the bottom of this Maybe. bag. Maybe. just lost half of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. So this definitely has a more vibrant nose. <sighs> yeah. It's not like rip your face off citrusy, but it's... This has pine too, though. Definitely. I'm getting more of the citrus. There is like a tropicality to it. But there's also a pine yeah. mixed in with that tropicality. It smells well balanced. It, yeah, it does. I get pineapple for sure. Mango as well. Which sometimes for piney. me, like a citrus and pine together yeah, is, is a mango. Because agreed. that's how mango is. It's like a piney citrus kind of. I remember the first time I had a mango, I was like, this is weird. It's so piney. Yeah, yeah, it's totally like that. People don't think about it in that way. But when you eat it, like think that. And you'll just be like, whoa, that's yeah. totally right. It's, it does smell really good. It smells it like does. it's going to have like a decent malt to it as well. And it'll be kind of a clean finish. Should be. Now I'm getting apricot as well as I as I continue to sniff it. it smells good. Yeah. So you've already tasted it. Uh, I think it tastes exactly how it smells. Like citrusy, a little oh, piney. Yeah. Um, it has a nice... Like medium body, but Ooh. not a, a little bitterness, but not a ton. Yeah, no, it's got it's got kind of like a medium low bitterness to it. the The body is kind of medium low as well. Yeah. Um, I do taste that pineapple. I taste that mango. Yeah. I taste that apricot. It's good. I taste that kind of bit of pininess. It's not like the best IPA I've ever had, but it's quite tasty. It's pleasurable. Is how I feel it's about pleasurable. it. That's how I feel about it. Like this is, yeah, this is nice. Like I could definitely, if I if I have a night where I'm like I'd like something hoppy, but I don't want something like serious. Like have flavor, but also be kind of easy. This would be a good go to for that. So I like it. I think this is nice. I need a little bit more to make my decision. I feel like it's what. I'm sorry. I know. I almost didn't. I'm going to pour some of okay. mine in I yours. almost didn't. But Wait, I'm... just drink it out of my glass. Okay. I was going to pour it over. I'm like, that's a whole nother mess coming. <laughs> yeah, just drink a little bit just more. I feel like mine. I need a little bit more because I'm between two numbers. I, I am think. also between two numbers. I bet we're between the same two numbers. Four and five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to think. I like, I mean, it's okay. really, like, it's really finessed in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I just feel like as you were saying that, like, there was a lot of stuff just kind of, like, balanced in the beer. And that's how I feel about it. There's a mm-hmm. lot of flavors that are nicely balanced in this beer. Okay. I'm going five. And that's what I like. I feel like this is Yeah, a I'm nice, going to five, too. Nice, in my opinion, a nice, easy, average IPA. I wouldn't say it's average. Because average means you're just like, okay... Well, that's how I feel about this, though. Oh, I feel more than that. Um, okay. Well, I know. Our, our rankings right. are a little different. Yeah, right. So, for you, it's kind of average. For me, it's above average. 
I just feel like for me, it checks a lot of good boxes. Like it's easy to drink. It's nice and flavorful. All the flavors feel like they're on the same level. They're very well integrated. Check, check, check. It's clean. It has a clean finish. It has bitterness, but it's not crazy. Like, well, rip that bitch open and see what it is. Nice. So this is the best one overall with five. Thus far, the best. Throw that down there. Just find out how much. Oh snap! Oh, we like this beer. Yeah, this um, Dogfish Heads Liquid Truth Serum IPA. It is seven percent alcohol, and there's it's it's the bottom is still dripping. Boo. Okay, I'll just nice. Wow. Yeah. So I remember having this a few times, and each time being like, "That's nice." So the thing about this beer is, I believe they they do hops in a bunch of different ways for it, which I think really works. I think, where is it? Okay, here it is. It says at the top, an IPA bursting with all the hops. One, whole leaf. Two, liquefied. Three, pelletized. Four, powdered. Hmm. So they do hops in all those ways. Now, I like it because I've had beers before with powdered hops, and I'm not so much a fan because mm-hmm. they tend to get this kind of like menthol oh, okay. note. And if you get to the bottom of the oh. can and things have settled, it kind of burns your throat a little bit. And I just don't like that about it. But they've used it well with a bunch of other different, you know, variations of hop state. And I think it works well. Cool. Okay. I like that. Liquid True Serum. Yeah. Leading the charge right now. I'm down. So our last one is also in a 12-ounce can. Okay. Oh, I need a rinse. Yes, we both need to be rinsing. Our last one is in this recording recording segment. And then we'll do the last four. But you won't know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cleared. Yes, 12-ounce can for number eight. We'll start pouring for me. I literally still have the bag from that Liquid Truth Serum just sitting on the on the table on that um, towel because it's just soaked still. This has an interesting color. Hmm. Whoa. My pour was a little weird. Okay, there we go. Yikes. I wouldn't say it's that interesting. Well, as I was pouring it, yeah, it looks a little like red, red. red. It's not... No, I mean like a pinkish red yeah. is what I feel and like. There's a little, ha- definitely hazy. Yeah, it's a little hazy, definitely not clear. It's like an orangish, reddish, little pinkish. Oh, people might hear music in the background because that <laughs> goddamn neighbor practicing the damn piano again. Hopefully you don't hear it though. Anyway, um, the head on top of this, very large bubbles, which all the other beers, not so much, hasn't done that. So what do you smell? <sighs> smells really good. What do you smell? I don't... Oh, I need it a, smells soft. Yeah, I... I don't know. I, I'm smelling guava. Okay. I feel like... It smells like a lot of apricot to me. But I feel like there's a little berry... With the apricot, almost. It just, it sounds really fruity. It's but very fruity. not necessarily, like, citrus fruity. Yeah, it is kind of like mixture fruit. It's mixture. You know, stone fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, stone fruit. Which means that this could be cherry, apricot, olive, 
plum, plum peach peach yeah <laughs> mango yeah i'm not getting mango though i'm not getting man i'm not like not like mango pineapple i'm not getting like orange citrus but i'm getting like a different there's as i keep smelling it there's a bit of a caramel okay that like that creeps sweetness. in at the end okay. yeah it's like a nice Kind of like creamy caramel note that I'm assuming is coming from the malt on the end of this. And yeah, it's just like so much mm. fruit. It smells so good. I like this. It smells really good. All right, I'm going in. Well, what do you taste, ma'am? It's very easy. Yeah. Not a lot of bitterness. Um,. Easy drinking, not, I mean, I'm getting all the kind of the fruit characteristics that I smell, but it's not, I wish they were more pronounced. Yeah. So it definitely, the flavor is a lot less than what you're getting in the nose. Like the nose is very prominent sense, but the flavor, like it, it kind of like mirrors the nose, but it's like way more muted Yeah, in what still- you can perceive. It's still good. It's still really good, though, I think. I do feel like I get, like, an apricot. I feel like I get a little bit of, like, a peach to it. Yeah, I like it. It, I, it, it doesn't have that. Like I was saying, I was smelling like a caramel. I, I'm not, like, tasting any sort of caramel to it. No. Um, I do get a little bit of a sweetness, though, on the finish that's almost a little honey-like. Isn't me or is the piano music just getting louder? It just, I, it, she just like bangs the shit out of those keys and it pisses me off. I'm sorry, people. I can't help it. Anyway, um, this is good. I do. I do I, like I, this. I'm going, mm, what did I give the last one? The five? other thing is it's smooth. It is quite smooth. Yeah. It's, it's bitter, but it's not rough around the edges bitter, you know? <sighs> It almost makes me feel like with the mouthfeel and the way the flavor presents that there's potentially like some actual like fruit puree in there. Um, I'm between two numbers. I'm between probably the same two numbers. Four and five. Five and six. Oh, geez. So I don't, I like it. I do like it. It's nice. Do you like it more than the last beer? No. Oh. I don't like it more than the liquid true serum, but I'm trying to figure out if I'd like it as much as oh, okay. the liquid true serum. That's what I'm trying to get oh, to. Oh, okay. See, um, I like it more than the liquid truth serum, and I gave liquid truth serum a five, so I'm going to give this a six. I don't think I like it as much. I'm going to okay. go a four. So, yeah. So, you're going a six. Oh. So, it ties with liquid truth serum. Which I feel like it's fine. That yeah. may, I mean, that makes sense. I feel like they're pretty close. Okay, so what is this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I already know what this is just by seeing the top. Okay, this is a beer we've not had before. Oh. It's by Key Brewing Company out of Dundalk, Maryland. And it is Dundalk Calling Double IPA. Mm. And it is 8% alcohol. It's good. Enjoy this double IPA, triple dry hopped with Citra. Hmm. Triple dry hopped? You would think it would be a lot more flavorful if it was triple dry hopped. 
Um, it is not even two months old. So you would be getting that. Oh, and I didn't check the date code on the liquid truth serum. That one is one, one, two. That one's like three over three months. Mm. And it still tastes that good. Hmm. That's pretty impressive, actually. And then the blue point is just over a month. The Haptical Illusion. I know I already did the You Enter Rise and Pine. Okay, so your thoughts on the Dundalk Calling. I liked it. Yeah. Obviously. That's pretty good. Okay, and then now on to beer number nine. This one is in a 12-ounce bottle. This is the last of the 12-ounce bottles. And let's get into it. There we go. I'll pour you first. Ooh. We do have another uh, 16-ounce can coming up that I'm like, ah. You're going to have to just, like, pull it down. Well, because, yeah, the um, the way it's wrapped, it looks very similar to the other one that we had problems with, the Liquid Truth Serum. So I feel like it would end up being the same situation where the liquid would just start going into the bag. But there is one side that looks a little lower, so we'll figure it out. But that's the last one. That'll be number 12. Anyway. Super clear. Oh, I should have turned the light on above you. You can see, though. Yeah. It's super clear. It's pretty yellow, too. Yeah. Sorry, people. There's a loud car outside if you end up hearing it. Yeah, there, there's obviously some orange to it, but it's pretty yellow. Yeah, Definitely. super clear, like you said. Interesting. Okay. It smells a little skunky. It does. It sounds like dirty dishwater. It smells... I mean... If uh, Josh Rodriguez was on here, I think he would say it's got a little bit of a marijuana smell to it. Like, it, the skunkiness of, like, a cannabis, almost. Which, you know, hops can just naturally right. have that smell sometimes. That's when they say, they're oh, man, it smells so dank. Um, that's what they're talking about. So, I'm assuming <laughs> this it is... It smells not, so dank. Yeah. I'm assuming <laughs> that this is not, like, light-struck and old. And that's the problem, because Mike was pretty careful about selecting these beers. So, I, it must be from the hops. I'm kind of like... Lemon? Yeah. I feel like. It's a little lemony. I was going to say orange. Yeah, there's a decent bitterness on the end of the smell. It smells light, though. Uh, yes. I was going to say, I'm having a tough time pulling anything out because it is really... It's not super fragrant. Yeah. It smells like not an Imperial IPA at all, but like straight IPA. Like, and it also smells like it's got most likely a fresh or a clean finish, I would think. And it does. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very clean. But then there is, kind of on the back end, there's definitely some bitterness. There's pretty decent bitterness to this beer, but... I'm I'm good with it. Like it's not it's not crazy. It's definitely there, and it might actually be some of the most bitterness we've had in any of yeah. these beers. It's not offensive. This beer's really light, super light body. I'm talking like low, medium, yeah, or like medium low or high low body to it. Um, I do get a little bit of that kind of dankness that we were talking about getting mm -hmm. in the nose. Are you getting into the lemon? Um, yeah, no, there I am. It's like kind of the same 
way we are picking out the smells, I feel like is how I'm tasting it. Okay. Like dank, a little lemon, a little orange, and then bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, it's a little, like I get a little bit of like a resiny note in there, but then it dissipates kind of quick. Yeah. I dig it. Like, I like it, but I don't, like, super like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is solid. Yeah. I think it's solid. And for how much bitterness is in it, I'm kind of surprised that it's hitting me the way it is. There's enough other stuff going on, and the body is such that it's somehow making that bitterness okay. And that dankness, too. I wish there was a little bit more body. Um, I, You know, honestly, I'm good with it. Like, the flavors that are there, it's not like, it doesn't have a ton of flavors popping. And I'm, I feel like that lower body is, is fine with that. Okay. But, you know, that's your opinion. It like is gonna, my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I want to go three on that one. I also am going a three. Yeah, it's like solid. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it joins the ranks of the RAR Country Ride, which I gave more than you, but you really did them dirty. <laughs> I did really like it when I had it before, <laughs> yeah. though. All right, so let's go ahead and see what number nine is. Oh, it's Victory. Hop Wallop. Did you just ask about this? Yeah. Yeah, when we were at Wine World recently, you said you pointed out and said to Mike, "Hey, how is that beer?" And he was like, "Huh." Eh. <laughs> uh, so it's Hop Wallop IPA by Victory Brewing. I I've had this before. It's been a long time though, so I would not remember it when I tasted it. It's seven point five percent alcohol. They don't do this all the time though. I no, think I've never seen it. No, they don't do it all the time. And Victory's out of Downingtown, Pennsylvania. They say Citra and Simcoe hops impart fruity and earthy notes for a new twist on a flavorful friend. This IPA packs a hoppy wallop. Yeah. Oh, let me see if there's a date code. There. It's got an enjoy by. Damn you. Stop it with these enjoy buys. It's in May. May 11th of this year. That's, I don't, it's inappropriate to me. <laughs> Can't be doing that. Okay, moving on. You did get your rinse, right? I got my rinse on. Okay, so now we're back to 12-ounce can for number 10. And this looks like it should be relatively easy to pour. It looks super light. There you go. Yeah, it it looks like it's probably close to the hop wallop in lightness. Yeah, but it's not as clear. Oh, is that true? Is that so? I haven't really looked at it yet. Doing the pouring. Okay, so yeah, there is a slight haziness to it. It's not nearly as clear as the hop wallop. Yeah. Um, it's slightly more orange than the hop wallop, but pretty yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get a sniff. Um, there's, it's not super fragrant. No. It does smell decent though. What is there? It's a little bit hop candy-ish. Mm-hmm. There's some very light citrus. There's some sugariness on the nose. What? That's all I'm getting. Yeah, there, it's like 
the aroma is so faint. Yeah. Like, so faint. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just like the citrus sweet. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. As I keep smelling, it's it's starting to... The citrusiness, I'm being, being able to pick that out a little bit more. And it's... Yeah, it's kind of like a candied... I know, it's reminding me a little bit of like those peaches... Can't, those peach oh, gummy yeah. candies okay. and co- coated in sugar. Okay. But that it's is... not as peachy as it is kind of orangey. It's like an orange peach mixture, kind of, with a little apricot in there, maybe. I give up on the sniffs after a while. I'm like, yep, good, I'm going in. Carlin keeps sniffing. Well, I just, for me, I feel like I need to pull out some something. Yeah. You know what I no, mean? I like hear ya. just being like, there's not a whole lot there isn't enough for the podcast yeah. for me. For me. Okay. So um, you taste it? It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I like it or not. It is real sweet. And this is okay, hear me hear me on this one. The way it finishes with that kind of sugary sweetness in your mouth and the aftertaste Reminds me of like a Laffy Taffy. That's the type of aftertaste I get from I like mean, from a Laffy Taffy. It's I just feel like if you blended this with the last beer, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, give it some bitterness. And I like the body on this. I really like the citrus notes, but it it it's very it sweet. Finishes so sweet. Uh, I don't know. Like there's a there is a nice flavor in there though, yeah. but the oh, sweetness yeah. is kind of killing it. Like if the sweetness wasn't there, this would taste pretty good. Yeah, because that little bit that's under the sweetness is nice. But the problem is the sweetness carries all the way through, and everything else in there is fighting to get out from under the sweetness, and yeah. it just cannot. There isn't you know low like high low bitterness to it. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's, it just reminds me of like the aftertaste on like a strawberry Laffy Taffy. Strawberry. Well, that's the closest like light fruit wise of Laffy Taffy. You don't have like an orange or a peach or, mm-hmm. you know, apricot or anything like that. So that's the closest I can get. Mm. I mean, I will say like that there is some bitterness that like lingers in your mouth after the sweetness dissipates. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm conflicted on this. It's so sweet, though. It's yeah. so sweet, though. It, it, it is so sweet. Um, it depends, you know, it's just hard because I always feel like it depends what I'm in the mood for. If you could cut this with some food, with like a dessert, maybe. Like something, some sort of like, <laughs> shh, oh, you all right there? The sweetness gotcha. <laughs> it got me good. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, if, like, if you could cut it with like a, a sugary dessert. That would take your perception of the sweetness down mm-hmm. in the beer, and I think it would increase that citrus note. So that would help it, but I can't just do this on my own, honestly. That's just... I feel like I can do it on my own. I don't know if I want to drink a ton of it, but I do like it. It tastes a little mango-y on that mm-hmm. last, okay. on I that last that. sip. Mm-hmm. Kind of good. Um, I'm giving it a two. Okay. I'm sorry, that... I mean, I could, I was between a two and a three, but that sweetness is too much. You know, whoever made this, you should know better. You should know better 
than to make a beer that friggin' sweet. A, a hoppy beer, too. Well, it's, like, crazy sweet. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. That's fine. 2.5 overall. I think some people, and I I don't hate it, um, and some people, especially if they're new to IPA, can yeah, sure. really like this. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a valid point. Someone, I mean... And that's the thing is whenever we're talking about these beers and we're saying, you know, like like I just said, this bre- this brewer should know better than this. Um, I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of a typical person who is into IPAs. Like making it that sweet isn't good for those people. Is it good for some people? Sure, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's what their aim was. I'm just talking about from my perspective and you know what I think your typical IPA drinker would be interested in. So, let's go ahead and open this. Number 10 is... Who is this? Who is you? Who is it? Is that Duclaw? Oh, yeah, it's Duclaw. Yeah, unfortunate. Go out in a haze of glory is what it's called. It's a New England style IPA. I'm sorry, but no, it's not. 6.3% 6.3% alcohol. Duclaw's out of Baltimore. Um, it's double dry hopped, apparently. That doesn't taste it. What's the date on this? Um, it's just over a month. I just... I'm not down, man. You know, and I gotta be honest, I've I've never really been much into their hoppy stuff. Yeah. I like their other things that they do, a lot of their other stuff. Usually for me, their high ABV stuff has been what I really enjoy, like their Devil's Milk, their Retribution, uh, things like that. Naked Fish. They had a, they had some awesome brown ales that they were doing, and then they just got rid of them because brown ales started yeah. becoming not so much a thing. But I think That's brown true. ales are coming back a little bit now, so it might be a good time for them to bring those back, like like their Euphoria. Yeah. Was like a nice, like kind of toffee, caramelly brown ale, and then their filthy, dirty soul. I think it was called or something. Oh no, that one was a porter. It was their um, dirty little freak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a Samoa brown ale, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and like that was good too. They were making nice brown ales. It's just, I don't know. I I understand why they got rid of them because brown ales, yeah. you know, haven't been real popular, but I mean, I feel like they could forge a path if they went to that. I just, I haven't been into their hoppy stuff. I really haven't. Okay. Well, here we go. Moving on. Number 11. Also in a 12 ounce can. Also 12 ounce can. Cans, man. Cans, man. All right. Here we go. A little for you. Also on the lighter side. Yeah. What's with this? All the lighter ones are at the end. Oh no, having a problem with this one. Damn it. That pour is similar to the liquid truth serum. It's like getting wet. Getting wet. That's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, Even more orange than the last one. Yeah. But pretty clear. Pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. Let's smell it. There is, what is that one smell in there? There's a particular smell. I'm trying to, there's almost like a, like a spicy earthiness in there. 
I like the smell of this. It's not like over. It's not too much citrus, not too much pine. It's like a little pine, a little citrus, a little resin. Mango, orange, slight pineapple. Slight pineapple. It keeps growing. Like, as you keep swirling it and sniffing it, there's more citrusiness. There's a little bit of tropicality mixed in there. I'm hoping it tastes like it smells. It smells pretty good. Because it's, yeah. Once again, with this one, the aroma is not super present it's very very light on the aroma but when you really dig into it those are nice smells it's very like there's layers of flavor or smell rather now there is a little sweetness in this one but it smells like it's like an appropriate malt sweetness like maybe the the uh the mouthfeel is going to be on the medium side it smells good though like it's nice hop character on Mm -hmm. there all right you taste it it's very drying. Is it? Oh, yeah. It does dry a decent amount. Um, yeah. What's up with that? That's weird. Which I don't really care for. There's decent bitterness on the finish. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the Naked Cheerio finish, which I love. Mm, yeah. That is there. Um, But I also feel like, you, you know, you have everything I smelled I'm getting in the flavors. I would agree with that. Um, I wish the flavors were dialed up just a little bit. They're a little muted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good. I, I actually really, really like this. Yeah, I do like it. It's It's got flavor, but it's easy at the same time. Yeah. I'd say the body's probably like a like a low medium. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would say you go so specific on your low, high, low. I would just say medium. Yeah, I mean, it's it's within medium, but it's, like, on the lower end of okay. medium. So, that's why I do that. Yeah. Because I feel like with it's only three categories. Low, medium, high. Like, I need more categories than that to differentiate. Because there's a wide range I of know. body on beers. I like the mouthfeel on this. I really do. It kind of makes me feel like the fruit is more present you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm starting to get a little mm. apricot in there. I really like this. That's it's good. That's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, as some people would say, it's not blowing my sack back. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's all these kids these days. No, that's kids not a thing kids days. these days are saying. Sounds like what an old man would say. Oh. Well, not an old man, but... Okay. Well, yeah, because the older you get, your sack hangs down farther, and then there's more to blow back. Okay. I mean, that's true. That's science. That's nature, actually. <laughs> it's like a mud flap on a truck. Gross. Okay. On that note, I'm going to say five. Okay. I was going to go four. Okay. Um, it's good. I like it. I, do, I like it. So, a 4.5, that's, that's good. That's quite good. All right, let's see what this sucker is. And this. Gosh, watch it be like something that you say you don't like. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Union Brewings or Union Craft Brewings Rye Baby. It's their seasonal IPA. I didn't get any rye in there. Well, you remember when we were smelling it and I said I oh, felt yeah, I smelled like a spice. earthy spice? Okay. That would be the rye. Um. 6.5% alcohol. Mm-hmm. And Union's out of Baltimore, Maryland. 
And yes, Rye Baby is a reference to the movie Cry Baby with Johnny Depp that was done by John Waters Come. because the folks at Union are big John Waters fans. And John Waters is local to Baltimore. Yeah. So, so Well, good. I'm glad I ran it a high because I have always liked this beer. It is, it is a good beer. Yeah. It is a good beer. Yeah. I like it. Nice. All right. You ready for the final beer, number 12? And this could get dicey when I pour it. Well, just pull pull the top down a little. I don't want to because I might see like part of the can color or something. I don't. I'm not in. Do you want me to? I can hold it. Okay. Like a little more flush. I'll, I'll try and hold it a bit better way. Maybe pour it a little harder. <laughs> it might help. It's a 16 ounce can. Though. Okay. Pour it hard, Carlin. Oh no, it's like slipping. <sighs> oh no, this is. I don't know. It's dangerous. It's a mess. It's kind of a mess. Before I <laughs> hand it to you, I'm going to wipe your glass <sighs> off as it just like dribbled all on the outside. It's a real life problems, folks. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, like... just like the can is peeing everywhere is what it totally is like. Uh, okay. All right. Let's... But that's, you know, that's why I brought this. And that's also why I made sure this was the last beer. Oh. So we didn't have it just, like, sitting here leaking forever. Okay. All over the place. It's definitely very yellow. Oh, yeah. This might... Might this be the lightest? Um, I don't think it was it's the lightest. It's pretty clear. Little a little bit of a haze. A yeah. little bit of a haze there. Mm, this also smells Ooh. really nice. Oh, this smells very nice. That smell is super vibrant. Like, ooh, this might be the most vibrant smell we've had. I'm getting like, wow. I'm getting like tangerine. Yeah, it's like, like juicy. Yeah, it smells really, really, really awesome. Like it, like jump, like this. You don't even need to like take yeah. a sniff, even before you start breathing in through your nose. Those scents just like jump up your yeah. nostril. That's how aromatic it is. Wow, it's not so the good. Mo- I mean, it's not the most like citrus fruity IPA I've ever smelled, but mm-hmm. it's just it smells balanced. What do you like? What did, in particular? You said like a tangerine in there. I'm getting tangerine. I'm getting pineapple. Definitely pineapple. Slight mango because I get like that little pine mm-hmm. mixed with the yeah, citrus. So yeah, sure. slight mango. I mean, there's definitely like sweetness. Ooh, grapefruit too. Okay. Once again, another one of these ones that's like a fruit salad. Yeah. Which I'm totally down. Like, that to me says, like, it makes me perk up. It makes me go, hmm? Hmm? That's what it makes me do. And it, my senses, like, when, when I first smelled this, I definitely perked up. Because a smell that's that, like, aggressively pleasurable, you're just like, oh, <laughs> nice. What's up? Oh, my gosh. All right. So you've tried it already? I tried it already. It's nice. Um, oh, yeah. I'm getting all that fruit. Yeah. It has a nice Ooh. medium body. Mm-hmm. A little bit of bitterness on the end, but not too much. Yeah. Um, it's nice. Mm. Yeah. There is a there is like an okay bitterness at the end. It's like a low medium. Yeah. Bitterness. Um, I'm digging it. Hmm. Are you tasting some alcohol to it? 
I feel like I'm perceiving the alcohol more so than any of the other beers we've had. You thinking double? Yeah, I'm thinking a double, even though it's so light in color. Like, color and aroma says to me not double. Flavor Mm. to me with that kind of alcohol coming through says double, but maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. I'm getting a little of that naked Cheerio finish. Okay. To me, I feel like it's 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 finishing relatively neutral with each, with each sip. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of that kind of fruit blast up front with the sip, and then it like mellows out to like neutralize on your palate in essence, kind of making you ready for that next sip to experience it all over again. It's nice. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, this is like, a good. I'm burping. I like this too. It's a good way to end. And it is kind of refreshing, too. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I like that. That's a good beer. Hmm. The question is, how much do I like it? What did you get the last beer? Uh, a four. And I gave it a five. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know where I'm going. Me too. I'm going five. I'm going six. Okay. So, yeah. So that's the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes. Um, overall, five. Yeah, the best for last, in essence. Wow. Oh, that was That's just cool. random. Yeah, it's totally cool how that just happened to work out. All right, here we go. Mysterious Haze is the name of it. Oh, my God, it's Smutty Nose. Yeah. Ha! Smutty Nose Brewing Company, double dry hopped New England style IPA, 6.7% alcohol. And Smutty Nose is out of where? Oh, Hampton, New Hampshire. Now, they had sold recently. So this is like new ownership, Smutty Nose. Pour me some more. So they may very well be kind of rebranding. Or did they, did they get a new brewer? Probably. I would assume. Well. Who knows? I can't say probably. Potentially. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would see that as a logical first step if the brewery was not doing well and it ended up selling that people would come in and be like we need a new brewer let me look it was canned just a little bit over a month ago nice so once again mike you did an excellent job with this first of all did a really good job picking out different beers also did a really 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 good job of keeping them pretty fresh so i 100 percent appreciate that and we had a, a nice variety too i would this is bad i would never pick this beer up no. I never would because, one, I, I don't pick up that many New England-style IPAs. They have to be ones that I'm like, I know that's going to be a good one. And two, I'm sorry, it's Smutty Nose. And, like, you know, I know I'd said, I think it was the last time or the time before that we went to Savor, and I was like, oh, man, I yes. had a really awesome Smutty Nose beer. But it's still the situation where I'm like, I'm still hesitant with them. And I was even more so since they ended up selling. Because it's like, you really don't know. So this is the best way to, you know, get back in there, try them. Yeah, wow, this thing is... You never know. Smutty nose. It ended up being... Wow. Okay, that's crazy. All right, so I'm uh, going to pause it just for a second, but you guys won't know the difference. I'm going to put together the list, and we're going to go over it and talk about what's what was the worst on the show and what was the best. If you've been tracking very closely, you would have a very good idea, but maybe you don't. So, hold on. 
And here is the final list. We're going to go from the worst, number 12, although none of these are, like, terrible yeah, beers. Yeah, worst, yeah. Right. Well, I mean the worst of what was here. Yeah. So, number 12, the one we weren't really feeling was the Dogfish Head 75-minute IPA with maple syrup. For me, one of the big things is it's that maple syrup. Yeah. I, I don't like the addition of it. And like I said before, I... I believe originally they were actually blending the 90-minute and the 60-minute to make the 75-minute, and I liked it then, but I think they're brewing it as 75-minute now and then adding the maple, and I don't think the maple was originally in it, um, and it's just not it's not my thing. So number 11, Blue Point Optical Illusion IPA. Like we said, uh, this is an IPA that's just been that IPA for a long time, so it's kind of... An old East Coast style IPA, which, I mean, the market's kind of leaving those behind because East Coast style IPAs were aggressive with the uh, with the bitterness and high on pine flavor and not much else. So, uh, number 10 was Duclaw's Go Out in a Haze of Glory New England style IPA. Obviously, didn't really feel like it was so much of a New England style and feel free to jump in if you felt differently. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, it's I just, just have mixed feelings on that because I I do think there's some good there, stuff yeah, there. Yeah, right. Like we said, there's good stuff there. It's just it's too sweet. Like there's so much sweetness. Yeah, that's got to go. Um, number nine was the Victory Brewing's Hop Wallop IPA. Yeah. It's just a decent IPA. Like I didn't fe- I didn't feel super strong either way, honestly. Uh, number eight was RAR Brewing's Country Ride Pale Ale. Obviously, there was a big discrepancy on that. Um, I think Rebecca was two lower than me on that one. Let me look real quick. Just to, Oh, no. Only one. I gave yeah. it a three and you... Or, oh, no. I'm sorry. That is right. I was looking at the, at the total. Um, yeah, the average, I mean. You gave it a two. I gave it a four. So mm-hmm. that was probably our biggest difference. Um, I liked it quite a Which bit. Which is so sad because I did really... I know. When I had it before, I did like it. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. Maybe yeah. it was a different batch. I don't know. Tasted different to you somehow. Anyway, so that's number eight. Number seven, the New Belgium Liquid Paradise IPA. Um, solid IPA. Had, you know, was relatively light. Had some decent citrus to it. Number six is Union's Double Duck Pin Double IPA. Talked about that one. It's, uh, I, the recipe has definitely changed over the years. If it was the original recipe mm. that was in this... That may be number one, really. Yeah. Uh, it's still a good staple, though. Well, yeah. And one of the things I really do like about it is it has a nice malt backbone. There aren't a ton of IPAs out there nowadays that have a nice, solid malt backbone that plays well with the flavors and the bitterness. And they do that well with Double Duck Finn. Uh, so that's six. Number five, a nice surprise in this Uh in this tournament, the Uinta mm. Rise and Pine Hoppy Dark Ale. Yeah. And I'm going to say that when we finished that recording session and I kept sipping on that, it just, it I like, know. it super pleased me. Like, that beer I was wanna, just nice. I want to buy more of it. Yeah, I quite like it. And like we talked about, like, not many people are doing Hoppy Dark Ales or Cascadian Dark Ales yeah. or Black IPAs. I mean, and it could be just because it's a, a little bit of a twist on a... Something different. Yeah. Um, but it's still good. I would like more of that. That was nice. So that was number five. Number four was Union again with their Rye Baby Rye IPA. 
Um, real nice. Mm-hmm. Real good flavors coming through. Once again, there's a nice malt backbone in that beer. I think there's a theme with it. Um, we did smell the rye, or at least I called it out with that kind of like spicy earthiness. Um, it's a good beer. It's nice. And honestly, if you gave it to people and they would initially be hesitant about the rye aspect and you gave it to them blind, they probably wouldn't know the difference. It's not, yeah. I think it helps increase the bareness a little bit, honestly. I could be wrong, but... And the, I, the can art on this is cool. Yeah. It's like the movie, you know. But with a hop. But with a hop is the tear. That's right. So number three is Dogfish Head, again, with their uh, Liquid Truth Serum IPA. Uh, Like we talked about, hops done so many ways in that beer. Mm -hmm. It's pretty vibrant. It's really nice. It's refreshing. It's tasty. I like it. Um, Number two, we went with Key Brewing's Dundalk Calling Double IPA. (laughs) So... The two and three spot, it was between the Dogfish Head Liquid True Serum IPA and the Dundalk Key Dundalk Calling Double IPA, and we decided that after we were done with that recording portion and we kept sipping, that we felt like the True Serum stayed about the same, but the Dundalk Calling actually got better, which was really nice. I felt like it got more apricot-driven and started to taste like more fruity and a little thicker, yeah. and it was nice. That's a good beer. And then that brings us to our number one, which we was the last beer we had. The Smutty Nose Mysterious Haze New England Style IPA. I mean, obviously, it's kind of light. It's kind of refreshing. It's very tasty. It's got a hell of an aroma. Um, Sipping on it now. Yeah, me too, actually. Mm. Cheers to that. That's a nice beer. Good on them. I almost get a little bit of a bubble gum, like a slight bubble gum on it, too. That's the other thing. There's a lot of flavors at play with this beer. So there you have it, 1 through 12. And um, how would you feel about this, Rebecca? It was good. I feel like I don't need some. I don't need to drink IPAs for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's one of the good things. I have been having, like, IPA cravings every now and then. And, yeah, I kind of feel like that like... when you... When over the span of just a few days, you go through 12 different IPAs, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. like, well, let's go get a Pilsner yeah, or like a nice Really stout. anything. <laughs> yeah. Although, honestly, I'd go back to that Rising Pine. Yeah, me too. Because there's, you know, it's because it's, it's, it's dark too. It's mm-hmm. got like the roasty notes, a little bit of chocolate mm-hmm. to it. So it's different. But um, yeah, I liked it. Thank you so much, Mike. Mike John, Zach of Wine World, always takes a lot of time to put this together. It's not easy for him to conceal those beers the way he does. That's a lot of work into that. So it is much appreciated. And the fact that he really put good thought into this mm-hmm. and really looked at those date codes. Sure did. Because that's important. And actually, on that note, it's pretty awesome that all of those breweries were date coding. That's true. I mean, it wouldn't be what I want from all of them of the canned right. on or bottled on but at least there's, but there's something right there's something and that's really good progress for the craft beer industry because not too long ago no one was doing it really and that sucked because you just be like oh this beer it's a nice hoppy beer how long has it been here people in the store don't necessarily know no. you'd be like oh yeah i think it's new pick it up oh it's been there for six months it tastes yeah. terrible so this way you can know and that's nice I'm sure it's more of a pain for the actual breweries but and the liquor stores. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you, everyone, for this. If you have ideas for what you might want for our next giant tournament, 
uh, go ahead and let us know. I kind of feel like, like, what are the new crazes happening that we could go off of? Uh, like, what's becoming more popular? I feel like, I feel like loggers are starting to get a little more popular right now. So by the time we get to the next decasode like this, we can yeah, we'll see more. do some sort of logger episode. I don't know. Just th- just going to throw this out there. Uh, we had Stone Brewing's um, Tropic of Hops. Oh, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Tropic of Thunder. It was like a hoppy pilsner. Or no, I think it was just hoppy lager. That was really good. Like a nice hop character to like a nice clean pilsner body and yeah. finish. Oh, so good. Really anyway, going to leave that where it is. Do you have anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Well, awesome, everyone. Until next time, keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.